I'm Dr. Sterling. I'm a board-certified OBGYN and mom. Welcome to the Becoming Moms podcast, where I give you the step-by-step to optimizing your physical and emotional wellness in pregnancy so you can create a nourishing environment for your baby, your family, and yourself. The information shared in this podcast is intended for general education purposes only and is not a substitute for professional medical advice, diagnosis, or treatment. Always seek the advice of your physician or another qualified health provider with any questions you may have regarding a medical condition. Never disregard professional medical advice or delay in seeking it because of something you heard in this podcast. All right, lovelies, let's dive in to this week's episode. All right, y'all. I know even before recording this episode that it's going to be one of the most popular episodes we ever air because in this episode, we are talking about the pregnancy Google spiral. And if you are a millennial or you are millennial adjacent, you're an older Gen Z, a younger Gen X, then you have likely experienced at some point in your pregnancy or in your life this overwhelming need to find the right answer. Now, why are we always searching for the right answer? Why are we so good at that internet search? Well, it's because we care. We want to do, especially in pregnancy, everything right, okay? We want to eat the right foods. We want to take the right prenatal. We want to do the right exercises. We care deeply about our children, our babies, our pregnancy outcomes. So of course, we want to get down to the right and best answer for all of our questions. In pregnancy, out of pregnancy, very common experience for those of us who are millennial or millennial adjacent. And there is a lot of information to sort through. There are many different sources of information for pregnancy. There is even more opinion out there about what we should or shouldn't be doing. And when you have this strong desire to find the right and best answer, and you pair that with an overwhelming amount of information, it can quickly turn into a vicious spiral situation in which you feel like you have to sort through all of the info in order to determine what the best or right answer is. And then it can be very overwhelming. And even if you do find an answer, you may feel like you can't be confident in it because, well, did you search the fourth page of the Google search? So it really is a little bit of a recipe for disaster. And this vicious cycle is part of what I like to call the millennial pregnancy problem or the millennial parent problem. There's four components to this problem. I have talked about it here on the podcast in some of the earlier episodes. So if you want to get more into the nitty gritty of what this millennial pregnancy slash parent problem is, you can go back to those early episodes and tune in. But essentially, there's four components to this problem. Information overwhelm is one of them. The incessant distractions and busy brain is, is another component. The 
third component is not trusting ourselves. And the fourth component is what we call the do more pressure, this belief that we always need to be stressed and busy and doing more, that we're never doing enough. So these, each of these four components we see show up in the pregnancy Google spiral. They all feed into each other and create this perfect storm where we can find ourselves really overwhelmed, trying to find answers for pregnancy and never feeling like we really have a grasp on what's, what to worry about with our symptoms, what to eat. We just feel like we're always missing a piece of information. It can really increase people's worries and anxieties. So where I want to start kind of dissecting this problem is to examine the role that this Google or social media search plays in our life. So as millennials, as people who are millennial adjacent, when we have a question, we typically turn to the internet or to social media first to look for somebody with some expertise to tell us what to do, to tell us what the right answer is. Why do we do this? Well, and I get into this more in some of the earlier episodes where we really just dive into the millennial pregnancy problem. We have been trained to do this because of the timing of when handheld devices came out, the the timing of the, um, you know, the iPhone, we were coming of age, we just got used to having access to the internet at all times when we were young and trying to figure everything out. So this has become a habit for us for that. So that's one reason. It also makes us feel like we're doing a good job. Okay, if we, you know, have a question and we go and do the research, it makes us feel like we are taking a step, like we are a good pregnant person or we are a good employee and we are taking additional steps to educate ourselves. And we care about doing a good job. We really, we we just, it matters to us. It matters that we are trying hard and that we take those extra steps. So one, our Google and social media searches are making us feel like we're doing a good job. It also helps us feel like we're fitting in and we're doing it right. So, and I've touched on this in other episodes, comparison is a very normal and evolutionarily important human behavior. We compare ourselves to make sure that we're fitting in the gr- with the group. Why is fitting in with a group important to human beings? Because we are social animals, because that is how we are safe. If you're in the woods by yourself, not so safe. In the woods with 10 other human beings, much safer. So human beings are at the top of the food chain because we're social animals, because we work cooperatively, and because we have such, you know, advanced, high-powered brains. So comparison is a, 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 you know, survival tactic, really. And it's telling us, am I acting in accordance with these, with this group's rules? Am I going to be kept in this group or am I going to be kicked out of this group? 
because, you know, back in hunter-gatherer society, if you weren't following the rules of your group and they couldn't trust you and they didn't feel that you were part of, you know, contributing to the collective um, good of the group, you may be ostracized. And when you're ostracized, you're not safe. So comparison is a normal human behavior. When you have the internet and you have so many people that you can compare yourselves to, and it's not just your immediate social group or your family or your coworkers, when it's everybody, that can be really overwhelming. And that contributes to one of the components of the millennial pregnancy problem, which is not trusting ourselves because we have too many people to compare ourselves to. And so we're trying to pretzel fold ourselves to fit in with all these different groups and different beliefs because we're being exposed to them so much. So part of the reason why we Google or we social media search when we have a question is to know if we're doing it right and to compare ourselves to others to know if we are safe. Now, we might, we're not conscious of that reason for why we're doing it, but that is why our brain is attracted to comparison. So, you know, we're going to talk about kind of how we go about addressing that need when we talk about exiting the spiral in a moment. But for now, I just want you to understand that it is a normal part of human behavior that contributes to the Google spiral. And that is one of the reasons why we engage in these internet searches and these social media searches is because we are driven to. So the other reason why we Google and we social media search is because we think it will decrease our worries and anxiety. Very commonly held belief, if you are a member of sterlingparents.com, you've probably heard me talk about the difference between stress and stressors. If you have not heard me talk about this before, members of sterlingparents.com, please go and watch the Supercharge Your Self-Care class inside the Sterling Parents journey. We break down the difference between the two, but more importantly, get into evidence-based strategies for stress management. And that is really crucial because that's a big part of managing the, the worries and anxieties of pregnancy. So again, members of sterlingparents.com, if you have not heard me talk about evidence-based strategies for stress management, the difference between stress and stressor, go watch Supercharge Your Self-Care on the Sterling Parents Journey. Okay. Pregnancy can be really hard. On top of all the physical stuff, there's the emotional impact of not feeling well and not feeling at home in your body for months on end. If you are having a tough time in pregnancy, you are not alone. I have so been there and I want to help you. Head over to thebestpregnancyclass.com to register for my free class, Four Ways to Make Your Pregnancy Easier and Healthier. This class is all about taking some of the stress and overwhelm off your plate. Head over to thebestpregnancyclass.com and pick a time to watch the class from the comfort of your own home. You deserve support, Mama. Back to everybody else. So, We think that a Google search or a social media search is going to alleviate worries and anxieties. And that's because we're treating stress and stressors as one and the same. A stressor is something that causes a stress response. 
A stress response is a neurologic and physiologic reaction that our body has to a stressor. We have, we oftentimes have to address these things differently. You can solve a stressor. So if you have somebody invade your home, you can call the police, they can be arrested and they can be taken away. But that doesn't mean that your body's just like, all right, cool, I'm calm now, I'm going to go back to sleep. No, you probably still have a lot of stress in your body. Your body had a pretty significant stress response. And now we need to, we need to address the stress that exists in our body and the physiology and neurology of our body. So if you are feeling anxious about a pregnancy symptom, you are worried and you go on Google, you may find an answer that makes you feel better. <laughs> Let's be real. Most of the time on Google, it, you just end up more freaked out. I know this because I get messages from Sterling parents on our private Instagram account all the time saying, I read this on Google. And I remind them, please don't go to Google. Just go to the member site. We have an article on this, but also that makes no sense. That is a worst case scenario. Doesn't really relate to what the symptom you're having. No worries. But so it happens all the time. <laughs> so let's say even if your Google search did make you feel better about a symptom, it's not going to take care of the stress that's in your body. What usually actually happens when we Google to alleviate worries and anxiety is that we then get on Google and we're exposed to way more information that we, that we can properly sort through. We are exposed to a lot of worst case scenarios and we don't have the medical or scientific background to really understand what's relevant and what's not. Google can be a very scary place for pregnancy questions. So what actually ends up happening is that people keep searching, keep searching, looking for an answer that's going to make their, you know, stress and anxiety go away. And because that stress and anxiety is living in their body, they just keep searching and waiting for that release and it doesn't happen. And what they end up with a headache or they end up feeling tired and overwhelmed and they just quit. And it makes the situation so much worse. Okay. So these are some of the different roles that our Google and social media searches play in our life. They make us feel like we're doing a good job. They make us feel like we are stepping up to the plate and, and doing the work that we're supposed to do. It's this is definitely part of the do more pressure, which is one of the components of the millennial pregnancy problem, right? We want to be productive. So we're worried about a symptom and we don't, we want to do something about it. We need to be productive and find an answer. And so we go on a two hour internet search and it doesn't actually maybe solve the problem, but it does make us feel like we're doing something. Okay. So there's that. We also are searching because we are looking to make sure that we're fitting in and that we're doing it right. And then finally, we're searching because we think that this is an antidote to our stress, worries, and anxiety. Okay. So now that we've talked about the those three 
ways that the search functions in our lives, let's talk about how we exit that spiral. So the first thing that I want you to ask yourself before you enter this cycle is what are you really hungry for? Now, if you are going on social media and you're trying to figure out if you're doing it right or other people are experiencing this or, you know, how, how do other people handle this and their pregnancy? Those kind of questions where you were looking for comparison, what you are oftentimes really hungry for is human connection. You want to make sure that you are safe in your human group, whether that's your family, your friends, the human beings around you. So you probably are not going to find that on a social media or internet search. That is not going to fulfill that hunger for you. It probably will just make it worse. So when you notice that you are going on a quest to see if you're fitting in, reach out to people that you know care about you, that you know you belong to. Okay. Even if that's just one or two people in your life that you know that you belong to, that's who you go to when you're hungry for that human connection, you're feeling that comparison game. Okay. So that's one way that you can exit the the spiral when the spiral, the impetus for it is really this desire to feel like I'm doing it right. I'm fitting in. That's one way to just cut it off before it starts. Okay. Now, if you are feeling really stressed and anxious about something, maybe think about dealing with the stress that you feel in your body first before getting on the internet. So whether that's putting on a mellow song, going outside and going for a brief walk, checking in with another human who can bring you back down to earth and help reassure you. That's truthfully one of the most important roles that I play for members of sterlingparents.com. We have the private Instagram account so that they can direct message me 24 hours a day, seven days a week, so that I can be that person that says, stop, break, Let's take a step back and look at the whole picture here. Let's not spiral. Please don't Google this and, you know, get, let's give some context to what's going on and let's come up with some next steps that do not involve Googling or going down that anxiety stress spiral. So really important to know to understand that you can't solve stress, worries, and anxieties with a Google search. And, you know, whether you are calling your OB provider, whether you are uh, going to a single resource that you trust, or you are a member of Sterling Parents and you're sending me a direct message, or you're going on the member site and looking up your symptom or your condition on the member site where you know that we have written these articles and we have created these on-demand classes in a way that really 
provides perspective and data while also, you know, offering reassurance and all of that. So limit your sources, limit your sources, limit your sources, and deal with the physical stress before you try to solve it on the internet. Okay. Another way to exit the spiral and not get into this two-hour research is to bring questions that you have to your OB provider. Make lists before you go in because even if there's a symptom that you've had and maybe you're not actively having it while you're in that appointment, you can use your provider as a resource to educate you about these different symptoms. And one of the really great questions to ask, because sometimes truthfully, because providers are so busy and they only have 10 minutes for appointments, they'll say, yeah, it's normal. Don't worry about it. And you're like, okay, that's somewhat reassuring. But you, if you need more information, you can say, okay, um, I'm glad that you think that's normal and that that's not concerning. What are the things that I should be looking out for that would make you concerned? And that can help you for the future. If you experience that symptom again, then you're like, all right, I've talked to my doc about this. I talked to my midwife and she said that as long as X, Y, and Z isn't happening, like this is par for the course with pregnancy. So having, you know, questions prepared for your OB provider in advance of your visit can be really helpful and use them as a resource for pregnancy information and also advocate for yourself because I know these appointments are really short. It's, you know, part of the reason why sterlingparents.com exists is because people don't get enough out of those appointments. They have so many questions after, and then they bring them to me. But even if you are a member of Sterling Parents and you do have access to me, I still want to help you get the most out of your prenatal care because that's your that's your provider who knows you and knows your personal medical history and your family history and your past pregnancies. And I want them to provide you with the the education you need. And of course, I'm always here to fill the gaps and to talk to you more at length because I have more time to spend with you. But um, don't forget that your provider is a resource. You can call them. You can, if you have a, you know, an online system, you can reach out to them. Use your provider. All right, y'all. I hope you enjoyed this episode of Becoming Moms with Dr. Sterling. I hope this helps you avoid the Google spiral in the future. If you are interested in becoming a member of sterlingparents.com, head on over to our website, send me a direct message on Instagram. I would love to help support you through your pregnancy, help keep you out of the Google and social media spirals, because it really can just add a lot of stress. All right, lovelies, until next time. I hope you enjoyed this episode of Becoming Moms. If you are looking for more support from me during your pregnancy journey, head over to sterlingparents.com to learn more about our membership. The Sterling Parents membership now comes with a private Instagram account where members can send me direct messages 
24 hours a day, seven days a week. Pregnancy is hard. You deserve support. Head over to sterlingparents.com to get the best support available for your pregnancy.